So you're going to bless us with the word today. Hallelujah. Praise God. God bless you. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Jesus said, I will build my church and the gates of hell shall not prevail against. Can we give a loud applause to our Lord Jesus Christ? Can we praise Jesus? Can we give him praise? Give him a bigger shout, a bigger praise to the Lord Jesus the builder of the church the owner of the church can you praise him praise him some more hallelujah 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 now before we sit down you know um, there are people that are called and it's because they obey the calling and that is why we are here praise the lord if they have not obeyed the calling, we don't know where we will be. We don't know where our destiny will be like. So I want us to give a round of applause to our senior pastor, Pastor Kinsley and Pastor Mildred. We can do better than that. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Let's be seated in God's presence. Let's be seated. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. All glory to Jesus. We, we give God praise. And um, Okay, um, I'm going to just start now. We, we'll be talking about the church and um, how the church has impacted me. The video has really captured the major points, you know, and how I've been so blessed by David Christian Center. So I'm just going to quickly go through the message, and I believe that uh, by the end of the message, you'll be blessed mightily in jesus name holy spirit i thank you i give you praise in jesus name amen now so we'll be starting with what is a church what does it mean to what is a church and um you know so it's good for us to have an understanding of what a church is our understanding of what a church is will help us to derive maximum benefits from what it is praise the lord now, I'll start with what a church is not. The first thing is that a church is not a place that you go to. A church is not a place that you go to. A church is not an event that you attend. Praise the Lord. A church is not a place that you go to. It's not a place that you go. It's not an event that you attend. What is a church? A church is a spiritual family of God's children that you belong. Praise the Lord. Now, the emphasis is on belonging. A church is a group of spiritual family, of God's children that you belong to. It's not a place you go to. You want to take pictures. You are looking for a nice place. You can take pictures on Sunday morning and you not think of a church. That's not a place. You are tired and you feel like, I need to dance. I've not danced for a long time. And you think of, okay, let me go to church and go and dance. Or, ah, I'm broke, I'm in debt. Let me look for a church where I can block people after service and collect money from them. That is not the purpose of the church. A church is not a place. You need a girlfriend, you need a, a man, you want to get married. 
and the place. Oh, there are good girls in David Christian Center. Yes, there are good girls in David Christian Center. <laughs> Praise the Lord. And I said, okay, let me go and spy. So as all of us are lifting holy hands to Jesus, you are not lifting holy hands. You are what? You are using spying eyes all around. <laughs> you know. Praise the Lord. So a church is a spiritual family. A spiritual family that you belong to. Now, the key word is belonging. And that's how the journey of my life started. You've seen the video. I wanted to travel out by all means. I finished my service. The same day I finished my service with my copper uniform. The day I did my POP, I was at Semeboda that time because Nigerian embassy was closed. I mean, Canada embassy was closed for Nigeria during that period. So we had to go to Ghana embassy in Ghana to apply for the visa. So that same day, passing out of uh, NYC in the evening, I was already at Semeboda with some dollars in my pocket and with a passport that was not bearing my name. Praise the Lord. You know what I mean? <laughs> you know, I had different kind of passports. You know, my name then, there was one name, Jerry, Jerry Sawyer. I had the name Jerry Sawyer. You know, different and I was a Christian. No. <clears throat> but, <laughs> you know, there's a way you want something desperately. You believe that God wants you to do it. And you go to every extent to do it. So we passed Semeboda from Semeboda. I was in Togo. From Togo, we were there from one month to two months. Trying to do what? Trying to get a visa to Canada. When Togo did not work, we moved to Ghana. From Ghana, we moved to Abidjan. And it did not work. I became like a prodigal son. I've spent all the money. All the dollars were spent. They've done send forth for me from Lagos. And you know when your parents are excited about you traveling, you know mothers can be talkative. Things they're supposed to cover, they will tell all the whole world. You know my son is in Canada now, as I'm speaking right now. Right? He's in. They don't know that the son is in one place in Lome. You know, trying to sort himself out. At the end of the day, I had to come back home. At least, if you cannot go forward, you should what? You should come back home. So like a thief in the night, I cannot afford to come during the daytime. <laughs> because they did a public same fault. So I had to sneak in in the middle of the night. Sneak in in the night. And I couldn't come out for days. Because, I mean, if you come out, they will say, is he your ghost? You are supposed to be in Canada. What are you doing in First Actor? I know First Actor now, Pastor Jethro, is block of flats. Everybody know you. You cannot hide yourself. In the midst of the confusion and in the midst of the pain, I had a message. PK. I thought it was Bishop Oedepo. I said, where is this? Who is? And they said, it's Pastor Kingsley. Where is the church? And I went to the church. And that is how I joined David Christian Center. From becoming depressed, discouraged, broken, and, you know, hopeless, the church gave me hope. It was the church at that point in my life that gave me the confidence to take all the pieces of my life and started the journey again. I met PK. I mean, he spoke to me. He welcomed me. And from there, I joined the department. I started serving. I mean, Canada, bye-bye to Canada. We're in Lagos now. Thank God for Jesus. Let's face Lagos. 
So with the support from the church, I was able to pick the broken pieces and I started the journey to my life. The first job I got, I got it from Pastor Kingsley. He introduced me to someone and I started working. From there, I got a job in a bank. From there, from there, from there, from there. I met my wife in DCC. If I had been in Canada, I wouldn't have met this beautiful woman. Praise the Lord. <laughs> Hallelujah. So when Pastor Jethro said, all things was together for your good. Powerful. And that is the way it is. Whatever your disappointment, whatever the situation you are going through now, ultimately is working together for your good. Praise the Lord. Now, I don't need to go to Canada. It's not a need. If I want to go, I go visiting. Praise the Lord. I go visiting. I've been to US. I've been to Dubai. Several. No, that's another. You know, God has used the church to really different phases of my life. The church has been there and has been instrumental to the major breakthroughs that I've had in my life. Praise the Lord. Now, when I talk about the church, the church affects every generation. And that is one of the importance of the church. And especially David Christian Center, it affects all generations. Now, let's look at Psalm 145, verse 4. The, we'll look at the NLT and we'll look at the Hizi translation. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Psalm 145, verse 4. Okay, it says, uh, Let each generation tell his children of your mighty heart. Let them proclaim your word, your power. Now, verse, uh, the easy translation. Praise the Lord. Easy translations. Praise the Lord. Okay, um, the easy translation states that from father to sons, praise the Lord. You've not gotten it yet. You are forcing me to open my phone. Okay. Praise the Lord. Okay, let me just. Okay, so um, the easy translation states that down from father to son, down from father to son. People will praise you. They will tell each other about the powerful things that you have done. Praise the Lord. Down from what? From father to sons. From mothers to daughters. From parents to children. And that is what the church helps us to do. The church helps us to, from generation to generation, to be able to pass down the mighty acts of God. Praise the Lord. Now, we have... In, in, uh, in DCC, we have for the children, we have a structure to minister to them. We have the word, the preserved generation. Praise the Lord. So the preserved generation is not meant for a place you just keep your children to, so that they will not disturb the main service. No. When we send them to preserved generation, they are being preserved. They are being tutored. They are being trained. Praise the Lord. Now, there's a, an evangelism that happened, was it, yesterday. I'm sure you've been seeing it. Do we have that clip? Can we just show it? You know? These are our children that are doing this. That means that they are already proclaiming the mighty word, the mighty act of God. Praise the Lord. So we are no longer waiting for them to be adults before we start training them. They are already being trained. Look at this. He said, uh, or they say, a little boy 
from DCC Lagos. He just gave this balloon at Blanco Car Park and said, God loves you. It was the most assuring thing I've had in a while. Let's just say I will be going to church next week for the first time in over a year. Praise the Lord. And we appreciate God for that. Hallelujah. This was done by what? By a little boy in our children's church. And that is why we have the preserved generation. We have them so that they can help your child to also proclaim the words, the mighty act of God. We don't want to wait until we are in main church before we start doing great things for God. From children, we have started what? We've started doing it. We've started declaring the mighty acts of God. Praise the Lord. I also did my son's water baptism. He came to me that he wants to be baptized. I mean, it wasn't that I forced him. It wasn't that I sat him down and explained. He had that understanding from preserved generation. And I was privileged and honored to baptize my own son. Praise the Lord. I came as almost a teenager into DCC. I've now gotten to a point whereby I'm also now baptizing my own word, my own son. What a great privilege to be able to pass down the great and mighty works of God to my child. Praise the Lord. Then we also have uh, our teens also. We have, we, we, we have a plan for them. We call them what? The Davies Army. Praise the Lord. You know, have you ever been to the Camp David? You know, my son went for Camp David. He has been there twice. Now, the one he went last, last year. When he came back, I was surprised. He would wake up in the middle of the night and I would be blasting in tongues. Between him, like, between 9 to 10, he has it. He has to listen to a message from 9 to 10. Praise the Lord. And that is as a result of being involved in David's army. Can we appreciate God for that? Can we appreciate God? And it's not just my son. I mean, have you, I've listened to some of them shared messages from the pulpit. Powerful message. And that is what the church does. The church is there for you from childhood to what? To adults. Praise the Lord. Then we also have the young adult. The young adult is being catered for by what? By T Nation. Transform Nation. They've done crazy, mighty, wonderful things. You know, we have what they, they did something very powerful recently. That's a career fair, business, how to package your business. Praise the Lord. So if you are a young adult, there's a place for you in the church. And if you are an adult, you are here and you are being blessed every Sunday. Then we also have the Caleb. Our elders. So, so if you see that the church is, is, is ministering to everybody at every stage, every generation is being affected. I mean, the Caleb, uh, our Caleb church, we did Holy Ghost baptism. I mean, when you see your grandmoms, your moms, the way they, are, they were blasting in tongues, I mean, it was very refreshing and fulfilling. Can we appreciate God for that? Praise the Lord. Now, whatever we do, the only thing that will last forever is what? Is the church. Your job will not last forever. Your job won't last forever. Your marriage is here. Praise the Lord. Your business, it is here. Every other thing we do is where? It ends here. It is only the church of Jesus Christ that will last till eternity. It matters here. And it matters in eternity. Praise the Lord. So if there is anything 
or anywhere that you need to place your commitment, you need to place your effort, it should be in God's family. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. So why do we have the church? What's the purpose of the church? What are the purposes of the church? The first one I want to talk about is worship. Now, when you come into God's presence as God's family, we come and we worship God together as a word, as a family. There is an anointing in corporate worship. And when we talk about worship, we are also talking about we surrender to the almighty God. Anytime we come into his presence and we lift up our hands, we are worshiping him and we are surrendering to him. We are telling him that, Father, we recognize your lordship. You are the El Shaddai. You are the Elohim. You are the beginning and the end. You are the only one that matters. Praise the Lord. When we come together into his presence and we lift up his name together, there is a connection that we have with the Father in corporate worship. Praise the Lord. And that is one of the things that the church gives you the platform and the opportunity to be able to do. As a family, we come together and we worship God together. There is a release of grace. There is a release of blessing. Every time you come into his presence and you worship him in truth and in spirit, there is a virtue that is released into your spirit. There is a miracle that happens to you. There is an understanding. There is a strength that you receive. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Then we talk about fellowship. That is also a very important aspect of the church. When we come together, we, we fellowship together. We need God. And also we need one another. Praise the Lord. We need God and we also do what? We also need one another. And that is what the church gives you the platform to be able to do. To be able to connect with each other. Your life is not meant to be lived in isolation. You are meant to be what? You are meant to connect with people. You are meant to be together with people. And in the process of fellowshipping with your fellow brethren, there is a lot of blessings that you receive. Praise the Lord. I remember the, uh, during the COVID, um, the COVID year, COVID, that's uh, 2020. You know, my mom, you know, it was about this period. I spoke to her like two weeks in that, I think it was in May, May, April. I spoke to her, we talked and everything. And the next thing is that my younger brother called me, because all of them, they stay in the U.S. So he called me and he said that my mom has entered into what we call diabetic shock. I mean, diabetic coma. So that she was in coma. So they rushed her to the hospital. When she got to the hospital, they now realized that it's not just diabetic coma, or that she's not just being diabetic, that she also has COVID. She was diagnosed with COVID. After another week, I was informed that her kidney was failing, her liver was failing, every part of her body was failing. Praise the Lord. They had to put her in intensive care unit. So it got to a point that if anybody called me from U.S., my heart would just go up. I would be expecting them to say that she has what? She was unconscious for almost four months. She was in coma for four months. During that period, what happened? Because I have the church, I had to call my brethren. I, you know, Pastor Wale, <laughs> we set up a, 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 a prayer meeting that we had to pray. I called Pastor Wale. I called some other uh, brethren. And we, we started praying for her. We started lifting her up. Praise the Lord. I can tell you categorically, my mother celebrated her 70th birthday last year. 
she's doing exceptionally well. Exceptionally well. Somebody that was almost at the point of death. But because I am not alone, I am in a church. I have people I could talk to. I am not a superman. I just have a word, a super church. I have a super family. Hallelujah. So, sometimes I wonder why you will be like Jacob and you will say that God is in this place and I do not know it. Don't let that be your testimony. Let it be that God is in this place and I know it. Praise the Lord. I want to tell you, you know, the things you are looking for, they are not far from you. They are somewhere very close to you. Somewhere close to you. Praise the Lord. And they are right by your nose. But you need your eyes of understanding to be enlightened so that you can see it. Praise the Lord. And the way you tap into all the blessings the church has to offer is by belonging, by being connected to what? To the church, by being connected. Praise the Lord. Then we talk about discipleship. Disciple what? Discipleship. That's another important purpose of the church. You need a place where you can be mentored. You see, you cannot be great when you avoid accountability. Praise the Lord. You can't be great. You cannot be all the, all, all the best that you are meant to be when you are not accountable. Nobody can talk to you. Nobody can teach you. Nobody can caution you. Nobody can correct you. You are the Alpha and the Omega, both in your house and everywhere. Your wife cannot even... My wife knows. If she wants to just threaten me small, she'll say, I'm calling Pastor Kena. I'm calling Pastor Kena. Praise the Lord. Because she knows that I'm what? I'm accountable. I'm accountable. Praise the Lord. You cannot live a life of non-accountability. Praise the Lord. So, the church is meant for you to be accountable. To have people you are looking up to and you are following. You are following them. You are seeing the picture of where you can be. Praise the Lord. Like Paul said, he said, be followers of me as I'm what? As I'm followers of Christ. You need people you can follow. You need a picture of someone you can follow them. They've passed the way you are passing. What you need to do is just to follow them. Praise the Lord. When I came to DCC, the first thing, one of the first things I had was, you cannot be sick. Before then, sickness was normal. I mean, so when I came and I heard you cannot be sick, it was strange. I said, wow, these people, they talk big here. <laughs> that was what, <laughs> you talk big. I said, people can talk big, oh. Because say, I am rich in her currency. I have, you know, and I said, this, our, um, first plaza without windows, not plastered. It doesn't look like all currency to me. But I say, let's, let's be, let's be watching. Praise the Lord. I cannot be sick. But I realized that my own experience before coming, I was always sick, golden cross. I mean, there's a, I have a, like a space there that is reserved then for me. So me too, I joined the big mouth family. As I say, so that I will not look uh, out of place. Me too, I start using big mouth. If you greet me, that yes, I cannot be sick. I, I, you understand? You know, but I now realize that it's not by big mouth. Because after joining DCC, within one month, two months, I was admitted in that same hospital. <laughs> Praise the Lord. And then uh, Pastor Kingsley and Pastor Peter, they came to visit me in the hospital. I, I felt ashamed. I said, so they'll be looking at this man that with all this your big mouth. Big mouth, big mouth. Praise the Lord. But 
I was disciple because I had to go back to PK, learn the principles of healing, and I receive understanding. And since then till now, sickness is not my friend. Praise the Lord. I can say categorically. So now, if I say big mouth now, if I use big mouth now, I cannot be sick. It's not just empty big mouth. There's an understanding behind the big mouth. <laughs> Praise the Lord. So me too now. If I say I'm rich in all currency, uh-huh, it is not what? It is not big mouth. I have an understanding behind it. Praise the Lord. So I was, I was discipled. I was, and that is one of where, what the church gives to you. Because just imagine, if I'm not in this city, I don't know what will have been, how my life will have been. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Now we talk about ministry. Ministry, the, another word for ministry is what? Is service. Praise the Lord. We are called to serve one another. The church gives you an opportunity to serve. Abi, it gives you an opportunity to serve. If you're a worker in this house, you're a worker in this city, can you please just stand up? Just stand up for one minute. Stand up for one minute. A worker in this city. These are the VIPs. These are the people that God is using to make things happen in this. And today is Workers' Day. Hallelujah. So can we appreciate all the workers? Can we appreciate? Do it better. Do it better. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. You can be seated. Praise the Lord. And that is one of the purposes of the church, is to be what? To serve. Some of you, you come. Some people were here by 6.30, since 6.30, to make sure that everything is set. The light is working. The journey is working. Some people were here yesterday to arrange the hall and to clean the hall. Some people were here yesterday and even this morning to make sure that the toilet is what? The toilet is okay. You are here. Some people are in the preserved generation making sure that your children are being well, are being well taught, taught and well taken care of. Praise the Lord. So the church gives you a platform to serve. A platform to serve. A platform to be a blessing. If you did not stand up, please, I want you to make a commitment to be a what? A blessing. Be a blessing in God's family. When you are in a family, you need to be responsible and you need to add value to that family. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Then lastly, we talk about missions. Missions. Evangelism. We just finished our evangelism month. It was, it was wonderful. Do we all agree with me? Those are what? It was great. Was it not fulfilling? Was it not satisfying? Were you not blessed seeing other people come and join the family of God? Praise the Lord. Now, there was a prison evangelism we did many years ago. You know, this Kirikiri prison, we went there and we ministered to them. You know, there was a particular person, we, we got him saved, he became born again. He was meant to be there for like, you know, more like a life stuff. And after a couple of months, he came to DCC. Praise the Lord. Afterwards, a couple of months, a prisoner in Kirikiri that gave his life to Christ, he came to DCC. And he came, he said before he leaves Lagos, he has to come to our church to share his testimony. And what was the testimony? That immediately when he gave his life to Christ, things begin to happen. Unusual favor, unusual divine encounter begin to happen. And somebody that was meant to be in prison for life was what? Was granted a pardon. 
Praise the Lord. Can we appreciate God for that? Hallelujah. And that is what we have. We are on a mission. We are on a mission. We are family, yes. But we need to also add more people to God's family. Praise the Lord. And that is why we need to go on evangelism. We need to talk to people. It's not something we do once a year. We do it every other time. In your working place, in your business, looking for people to talk to. Praise the Lord. Looking for people that you can be a blessing to. And I want to tell you there's a reward for it. A reward here and a reward in heaven. Praise the Lord. You will not lose your reward in the mighty name of Jesus. You will not lose your reward in the mighty name of Jesus. Praise the Lord. You know, a guy was made, I mean, we're talking to a guy and we're asking you, if you don't come to church, what's the problem? Why are you not coming to church? And he just said, well, you see, I need to sort out my life before I started what? Before I need to, I can start coming to church. I need to put my life together. And I just laughed. What? <laughs> you don't need to put your life together before you come to church. <laughs> you see, the act of putting your life together, that is what the church is meant for. The church is meant to help you to do what? To put your life together. You don't need to be perfect before you come. You don't need to be complete before you join the department. You don't need to be holy in God, as in you are just perfect before you are committed in doing God's work. Praise the Lord. We are all work in progress. As you are working, God is beautifying your life. As you are working in his vineyard, he's adding to you. As you are working in his vineyard, he's removing things that need not to be in your life. He's removing them from your life. He's adding color to your life. Praise the Lord. Just make the commitment. Don't wait until everything is perfect. Don't wait until you hit the jackpot. Don't wait until, you know, something you are looking for happens before you are committed in God's house. When you are committed in God's house, your destiny will be fulfilled. I never knew I would be a pastor of a Caleb church. I mean, if you have asked me, I don't know. But that has become one of the most fulfilling aspects of my life. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. And for those of you that are very busy, I work. I mean, <laughs> I work. <laughs> Some people think I'm a pastor. I mean, I'm a full-time pastor. I work. Pastor Jethro is working. He's an HR director. <laughs> pastor Wale, he has a business. Not just one. Businesses is running. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. So, we, workers is not for lazy people. It's not for people that are jobless. No, it's not because we don't have anything to do. It's because we understand the importance of working in our father's vineyard. Praise the Lord. As we finish Sunday now, Monday, everybody goes to work. Me too, I go to work on Monday. It's not that I will sit at home. I go to work on Monday. As you have people in your office that will be giving you deadlines and deliverables. In our offices too. They don't, some of them knows me as pastor. Some of them listening to my message. But even because they listen to my message, does not mean they will not give me deliverable. They will say, okay, you are in office. You just be praying. We know you. No. You just be praying for this office. No, no. <laughs> Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Make it a part of your life. I can tell you, your life will never remain the same. You can be in the church for 10 years and nothing will happen in your life. If you are just attending. But I can guarantee you that if you belong to the family, 
your life will never remain the same. Your life will never remain the same. It will never remain. Hallelujah. So the question is, are you in this family? Do you belong to this family? Are you part of this family? Or you just come for every other reason, but you are not part of the family? Praise God. If all of us, our level of commitment is the same level of commitment that you have, do you think we will have a church like this? Analyze it. If we, all of us, we are as committed the way you are committed, <laughs> do you think this church will be like this? Praise the Lord. I want you to step up in your commitment to God's house. I want you to belong to the family. It's not how long you have been in church. It's how belong you have to God's house. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Can we appreciate God? Hallelujah. So, I, I want to quickly, all heads bow, all eyes closed. I want to give somebody an opportunity to now be in God's family. You are not even part of the, it's not even a matter of whether you are committed or you are belonging. You are not even a member of God's family. You are not born again. God is not your father. Jesus is not your savior. You are not born again. I want to give you an opportunity to accept Jesus as your personal Lord and Savior. Can you just um, put your hand on your chest and let me quickly pray with you. You want to be born again? Put your hand on your chest. You want to give your life to Christ? Put your hand on your chest. And let me pray with you. If your hand is on your chest, I want you to lift up your right hand. I want to know the people I'm praying with. Lift up your hand. I want to belong to this family. I want, to, I want God to be my father. I want Jesus to be my Lord and to be my Savior. Just lift up your hand. I'll pray with you. Short and sharp. Do you have anybody lifting their hand? Praise the Lord. Anybody lift up your hand. Lift up your hand and let's pray. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Can we appreciate Jesus? We can do better. Let's appreciate him. Let's appreciate him. Hallelujah. Okay, if you have anybody there, please, you can just take them out and let them, you know, we have somebody there. Okay, let me just quickly pray with you. Praise the Lord. Can you just come to the front? Let's clap for him. Let's clap for him. Hallelujah. Can you just bring them to the front? Let's keep clapping for them as they come. Hallelujah.